so I'm, I'm currently standing outside Mudam, uh, and if I was to walk inside uh, into the foyer, I'd, uh, I'd find myself surrounded by marble blocks, uh, metal beams, wooden boxes, uh, as well as some unique instruments uh, lying on the floor. Uh, and in there you can hear low frequencies, the sound of water, and other sounds coming from all directions. This is in fact part of an exhibition entitled Water's Witness by the Lebanese artist Tarek Atoui. Uh, it's on display here until the 5th of February next year. With me are Joël Valabrega and Sarah Beaumont, uh, who are both co-curators of the exhibition. Hello both of you. Could you just start off by telling our listeners a little bit about uh, what you do here at Mudam? Uh, hello to everyone. So I'm in charge of the curators program and uh, I've been working here at Mudam for the past two years and a half. And today we're opening a show of Tagakatui, which uh, has a physical presence, so we can identify it as a proper exhibition, but also has at the core uh, a very rich program on performances. And this is a bit at the basis of my practice here at the museum, to work with performances and to sort of show the multifaceted aspects of this promising discipline. And uh, I'm Sarah Beaumont, nice to speak to you and to present my job. I'm assistant curator at Mudam since uh, four years now, and I had the pleasure to co-curate this exhibition by Tarek Atoui, Water's Witness. At Mudam, I'm basically uh, working on the exhibition coordination and having uh, putting everything in, in place to have the exhibition open in time, <laughs> actually. Um, you might be able to hear this, uh, some sounds in the background here. These are actually coming from these objects that I described before. Uh, Joelle, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about uh, the artist that uh, has put together this installation, Tarek Atui, where he's from and his background and how he came to be working on this practice. So Tarek Atui is a Lebanese artist. He grew up in Beirut and then moved to Paris where he's now currently living and working. And the show we're presenting is um, at the central point of this uh, exhibition is this ongoing project that he has been developing since 2015 with two collaborators, Chris Watson and Eric Lacaza, who are both composers and musicians. And basically uh, how this exhibition comes about is that he's been traveling all over the world, as Sarah was saying, in different um, harbor cities um, to sort of record the soul of these harbors. So what they do is they record record um, sounds of the materials that are in situ in these harbors. They record the life that goes around it and um, most importantly they record the water element which is sort of the connecting or the fil rouge of all of these places that he's interested in. Uh, Tagek has always been fascinated by harbors as he himself has been living in front of a harbor for all of his youth uh, and has always been interrogating the role of harbors and the political and the human and the sociological aspect of harbors, um, the, the, the border limits, the control, the surveillance, what comes in, what comes out, and he tries to bring it back in this exhibition sort of to give it a new face and opening it up to the world. What is interesting is that he records these sounds and then he uses materials that he selects in each port, symbolically representing that specific harbor. And then he uses these material to broadcast the sound that he recorded. So for instance, here, uh, as you might hear in the background, there are um, some sounds that are actually being broadcasted by these marble stones that are quite huge and I invite everyone to come and see it. Um, and sit on it. 
and actually exactly sit on it and live it. So at the core of uh, Tarek Atui's practice, as we said, it's performance. So for him, the sort of human uh, activation or the human presence is very important. So all of the elements that you see in the show are actually there to be used and to be experienced. Um, so we invite visitors to sit, to touch, to to be close and to meditate in this like sort of sound landscape. And right now I have him standing next to me. Good morning, Tarek. Hi, how are you? Thank you very much for uh, taking some time out of your busy schedule today to talk to us. The exhibition that you currently have, uh, op that opens today in Mudam, in fact, Waters Witness, um, brings together materials and sounds from different locations around the world. Can you tell us about this exhibition and, and, and how you started working on it? The exhibition started with this simple question of what is inside the harbor? You see, especially what is inside the harbor uh, in harbor cities or inside uh, the harbors of cities that initially were harbors. You see cities where you mentioned Beirut, you mentioned uh, Singapore or like uh, Istanbul. Uh, historically speaking, before they became like a capital or a megalopole, they were um, ports of trade, of exchange, around which the whole urban life was articulated you see so people used to be in the harbor used to live close to the harbor used to have their shops and markets and restaurants and everything was based around the activity of the harbor today it became like a totally different reality you see harbors became like secluded areas isolated by barriers and fences and high security levels where you don't enter if you don't have a business to do inside you see and therefore like the curiosity started by there it was like well not just looking at the harbor, but listening to it can teach us a lot about how the city works, how society and the culture of the place work, you see. And it's, it was for me very exciting and interesting to kind of put back these realities in conversation, you see, from like what you capture and see, observe inside the harbor is very much representative on what you see on the outside. Can you talk a little bit about how you captured those sounds and collected those materials from the harbor? What was the processes that you went through in the different locations? Yes. Well, first of all, I did not feel I was able to do it on my own. I studied sound recording and field recordings, of course, but on this uh, project and endeavor, I immediately invited like sound recordists and people I admired and appreciated for their very original and meticulous personal way of recording and relating to sound. So first Chris Watson, with whom I had the honor and the pleasure to work on recording the harbor of Athens, and then Eric Lacaza, who's now like a friend and a long-term collaborator with whom we've been traveling to the other destinations. And both of them have not only got like an acute and like super sensitive ear, but also like very special techniques of uh, capturing the sonic identity of a space. So it goes from uh, using microphones, like the standard ones that we use in cinema or in radio or like uh, uh, for uh, uh, field recordings, to things, to another array of techniques that, uh, well, consist of about listening to sound underwater with like uh, scientific and uh, military equipment like hydrophones and uh, geophones etc to recording sound in solids with contact microphones to mixing different recording techniques at the same time in order to capture a sound and make it and it was for me like people who were able to compose like a sound scenery on the spot and in a live way in a way that was really inspiring and impressive to me and actually I have to say with all humility it's their sensibility and their uh, recording techniques that inspired me working with marble with metal and with the objects that we see in the exhibition space at the museum. 
This is also uh, an interactive installation. How are people invited to, to, to work with that, the installation? Mm. Well, it is interactive, like I would say, to, in, a, in a specific way. Uh, it's not interactive in the sense of new media or these exhibitions when you go and bang on instruments and press on buttons and get, uh, make nice sounds. It is one where you are invited to sit on stones, to sit on metal, to get close to wood and feel the vibrations listen closely uh, and have a multisensorial experience with sound. So it, this is like kind of the, the kind of intera interactive aspect of it uh, in, a, in a way. There are things you cannot touch in the exhibitions and others on which you can say you, you, you are invited to, to sit and spend time. And in this you kind of sculpt your own listening. You see it's like you have a garden or a Import, uh, consistent bouquet of uh, elements from which you are invited to pick and choose. There's also a performative program based around yes. this installation. Can yes. you tell us a little bit about that and what people can expect? Mm. Well, that, that, that performative element is a key component to what I do, you see, and like I also call it research in some cases. We perform you know, as a way to understand something, you see, if, uh, and it's uh, approaches I had, like always had, like if you want to understand like how an instrument works, well, perform on it. If you want to understand how a space reacts, well, play in it. If you want to understand how a stone reacts, well, come and plug uh, sound to it so these performances are for me the continuation of like the the, the research the research and exploration process in a, in a way that will give ideas for the future or will feed uh, me spiritually for what's coming uh, after and at the same time like uh, on this project on Waters Witness in particular these stones and uh, metal blocks and compost blocks are for me as uh, amplifying units or speakers that you can plug into now we're plugging the sounds of harbors into these but actually you can plug an instrument you can plug a computer you can plug a whole array of new sound object and instruments and that also makes it for me like a a very nice uh, invitation to give to fellows, uh, colleagues, musicians I admire and like a lot. So it is like kind of building a complex cultural sound system to which uh, the performers who will come to this uh, exhibition will be hooking up their work methods and techniques. Just finally, that invitation, I believe, also extends to the public through some workshops that are going to exactly. be taking place. Yes. Uh, can you explain about what people are going to be able to, to learn at those workshops? And, well, the workshops, and that's something also that takes a lot of time and lots of responsibility in the, in the practice of thinking what educational component comes with these propositions. And on Waters Witness, I had the pleasure and like I had I had the time also I had the luck to have the time to uh, develop certain methodologies for workshops so uh, the educational team here after taking the visitors on a tour of the exhibition and seeing like these water systems and like these resonating objects and vibration into materials and matter will be able to move with the with their participants to another room in which they will be kind of uh, practicing a hands-on situation of playing sound with water of working with these micro Phones of uh, themselves manipulating the different objects and techniques that are part of the installation. So in a way the installation becomes as an entry point to uh, learning and uh, the workshops are very fun and uh, hands-on and yes have little theory on them but uh, yes lots of pleasure and playing with daily tools that you can bring from your kitchen or from a one dollar shop or from toy stores and apply to uh, ideas like this. Brilliant. Uh, Tarek, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. My pleasure. Thank you, Tom. Cool.